what is up my dudes welcome back to another episode of olympia oddities i hope everyone's continuing to stay home and stay safe uh washington's parks opened up i think it was the fifth i waited a while until today and i was able to go to burfoot park and there's only like two other people there and they were way far down on the beach so i just got back from that and taken sadie there and it was nice for both of us to get out you know somewhere that wasn't our neighborhood for like the first time in two months so gonna celebrate that joy today but another thing that's making me happy is that i'm super stoked to talk about what we're talking about today this is one of the first things that i got super just obsessed with reading stuff about would love to go down the rabbit hole on it i'm always down to talk about it i'm constantly being like hey did you know this about that like i just want to like i want to hear any and all tea any and all the hot goss that you have about this subject so today we're talking about Jay-Z Knight and Ramtha's School of Enlightenment. Alright, you guys better buckle down and strap in for this one, because it's a wild one right from the first sentence. Jay-Z Knight, aka Judith Zebra Knight, was born Judith Darlene Hampton on March 16th, 1946 in Roswell, New Mexico. Crack the case. Solved it already. Aliens. Her parents were Charles and Helen Hampton and were uh, migrant farm workers. She was one of eight children and grew up in poverty. In Jay-Z's biography, A State of Mind, she tells the story of a woman telling her mom that her daughter would one day see what no one else could. This day wouldn't come until Jay-Z was an adult and had moved to Tacoma, Washington for work. So one weekend, she and her first husband had heard about a concept called pyramid power. This is the belief that pyramids modeled on the ones in Egypt have the ability to sharpen razor blades and preserve food through mummification. So, like any normal person would do, they spent all weekend filling their kitchen with paper pyramids, and then they would put, like, cheese and, like, dog food inside of them. She said, My kitchen was looking more like a wholesale warehouse than a kitchen, but it was worth it. We retired at 3am, exhausted. The next day, Jay-Z grabbed one of the paper pyramids and placed it on her head as a joke. You know, just a mad lad. Instantly, Ramtha, who is a seven-foot-tall apparition made out of gold glitter and wears a purple robe because the drip never stops, appeared to her. She explained that he said, I am Ramtha, the Enlightened One. I have come to help you over the ditch. Ramtha, Jay-Z claims, is a Lemurian warrior who led an army in a war against Atlantis 35,000 years ago. So for those not in the know, Lemuria is basically like one of those places like Atlantis where like they were a place and now they're like underwater, allegedly. I don't believe or care about any of that stuff, so that's about as deep as I'm going to go into that, sorry. Uh, The name Ramtha allegedly comes from the Ram, which in Ramtha's language means the god. Um, And they call him the Ram a lot. Like, if you go and, like, watch, like, the Jeff Knight video that I talk about later, and just, like, any videos of, like, ex-students or students, they keep calling him the Ram, and it makes it 500% better if you imagine her channeling the spirit of a Dodge truck. But anyways... Ramtha claims that he led an army of 2.5 million people, which is more than twice the estimated population of the world at the time. So there's our, uh, second flaw with everything. After being run through with a sword during battle, Ramtha sat on a rock and meditated for seven years. He observed nature, the seasons changing, and his army creating homes and families. He mastered skills like foresight and having out-of-body experiences. 
In Ramtha's late 50s, after he had been leading his army for 63 years, he led his army to the Indus River. Here, he taught them everything he knew over a period of 120 days, said his goodbyes, and told them that he would return to teach them the knowledge he would gain, and then ascended into the sky in a bright flash of light. By 1979, she was channeling Ramtha publicly, traveling around the country as well as internationally to hold workshops called Ramtha Retreats. Jay-Z claimed to be the first student of Ramtha's quote-unquote great work. She also purchased her 80-acre property in Yelm the same year. In 1985, she would make an appearance on the Merv Griffin show. The appearance, which is available on YouTube and worth the watch to laugh at it, begins with her pulling her hair back and explaining that it gets in Ramtha's face and he doesn't like it. She explains that she must be aligned, at peace, and not nervous in order to channel Ramtha. Kind of sounds like an excuse for not being able to do it on a talk show, but you know. She sticks her arms up and moans. The audience has a few laughs that, you know, they weren't really supposed to laugh at that, but how can you not? And then finally, with Ramtha ma fully making an appearance, she bows to the audience before Merv begins interviewing him. For someone who's supposed to be enlightened, Ramtha asks several stupid questions like, what is slumber? What is 35,000 years old? And what's an alien? Before explaining that aliens one day will become part of everyday life to us. Merv asks Ramtha where he is when he isn't here, and Ramtha says, would you like to see? No, was Merv's reply. The audience goes wild, and the appearance ends with a prophecy. The second coming of Christ would come within the next two decades. When pressed on it, Ramtha further explains that he just means that there will be a mass awakening of divinity within lots of people. Soon afterwards, she would meet her next husband. Jeff Knight first became involved with everything when Jay-Z called him about his horse training business and invited him to a Ramtha seminar in Beverly Hills. In a video recorded of March of 1992, titled Jeff Knight, A Message to Rantha School of Enlightenment Students, he explained that he didn't have any real interest in it, but he was looking to sell horses, so he decided to go. I like Jeff. Jay-Z arrived at the event after Jeff did and introduced herself to him in person. He said that she was really attentive to him that night. That night, he spoke one-on-one -on -one with Ramtha, who told him that he would go over the mountain in this life and find ultimate happiness. Later in that evening, Jay-Z spoke with him and helped clarify and translate some of the things Ramtha had said. Jeff described the feeling from that night as him being awestruck and starry-eyed and that it had felt right to him and had hit home. Jay-Z was still married at the time, but soon after uh, Jeff moved up to Washington after both Ramtha and Jay-Z assured him that his horse training business would be successful up here. He moved in with Jay-Z and her husband, which is awkward, and shortly after, Jay-Z confessed her feelings to Jeff that she was interested in him in a romantic way. Jeff described this as confusing and that he didn't feel the same way, and it was awkward since he was living in their home with him. Jeff spoke with Ramtha one day on numerous, or spoke one-on-one -on -one numerous times during this period, and Ramtha told him that he and Jeff were soulmates, and that Jeff didn't have to choose to be with him and slash Jay-Z, but that is where his previously mentioned undisco undiscovered ultimate happiness would lie in his life. Which is so manipulative. To be like, you don't have to be with me, but you know, that is where, like, your life's purpose is supposed to be. Like, ugh, it's just so scuzzy. Jay-Z began to get more interested and involved in Jeff's horse training business. In the previously mentioned interview, Jeff is asked if Jay-Z was an accomplished equestrian, said she has a habit of telling people she was a rodeo queen in her younger day. No, she wasn't, he replied, explaining that he was the more knowledgeable one when it came to horses. 
1987, Ramtha School of Enlightenment officially opened. It's located next door to Jay-Z's house, and students meet in a converted horse arena to hear Ramtha speak or head to the fields outside to practice meditation, breathing techniques, blindfolded archery, energy healing for yourself and for someone else, finding the heart of a maze, and other woo-woo shit. Students are taught that human beings can train themselves into such powers that will allow them to levitate, raise the dead, make gold appear in their hand, and be able to predict the future. Eventually, if you train enough, you may ascend your physical body and become a light body. Other skills that are allegedly possible to obtain are psychokinesis, telepathy, clairvoyance, and other ESP skills. There's also tons and tons of wine drinking. Every time Jay-Z lifts her glass and takes a drink, the students all follow. A literal cult drinking game. Apparently, it's being taught that the nitric oxide in red wine can help facilitate changes in the brain to make acquiring these skills more obtainable. I'm sure, like, the alcohol content of the wine and, like, opening people up to a more suggestive and manipulative, or, like, able-to-be-manipulated state is, has nothing to do with it. So the four cornerstones of Ramtha School of Enlightenment's philosophy are 1. The statement, you are God. 2. The directive to make known the unknown. 3. The concept that consciousness and energy create the nature of reality. And 4. The challenge to conquer yourself. They're a mixture of Western occult traditions, contemporary positive thinking attitudes, New Age beliefs, and Jungian philosophy. I don't want to steer too hard into debating philosophies, but if everyone is capable of creating their own reality with their mind, what's stopping one per person from creating a reality where no one is allowed to create a reality? You know what I mean? But all of this might sound kind of harmless to you so far, but don't worry, it's lizard people time. While the students all learn that the uh, human spirit looks like a soap bubble and that Ramtha can channel entities like Mothman, they're also indoctrinated with the belief that the world is going to end and it's going to happen sooner rather than later. Students are recommended to obtain gold and to hoard enough food and supplies to survive for two years. David McCarthy, who was a, stu for a former student of RSE from 1989 to 1996, has started an online community for students leaving the school called Life After RSE. He mentioned that parts of the teachings had an intimidating factor to them, like a prophecy saying that unless all students remained faithful to Ramtha, they would become prey of lizard people that were set to return to Earth in a spaceship, accompanied with Jehovah. Glenn Cunningham, another former student, told David McCarthy in an interview that Knight suggested that all the students stay in the horse arena overnight because it would be good for the energy. This was before the arena had been floored and there was a lot of dust in the air. Cunningham said that there was an elderly woman amongst the students who did not want to stay overnight and begged to go home. Ramtha assured her that she would be under the protection of her and her bodyguard. The woman died of pneumonia the following day while leaving due to the dust and humidity combined in the air. Leading up to 1988, Jay-Z and Jeff's relationship had been on the rocks and they were heading towards a separation. They began selling off the Arabian horses they had acquired, with Jay-Z making claims that these had been Ramtha's horses in a past life, that they had been the possible buyer's horse in the past life, or that Ramtha had created these horses to be great steeds, just generally overpricing and overselling the horse's abilities too. In Jeff's interview, he said that very few of the horses ever went on to accomplish anything significant. He had stopped going to Ramtha's events and was starting to have doubts and questions of his own. He mentioned that he had some questions that he would like Ramtha to answer, and suddenly Ramtha, who had been previously available whenever he wanted, was no longer available to talk. Three months later, he met with Ramtha, and they finalized the divorce settlement, 
and then he was invited to return to RSE events, but never had one-on-one -on -one time with Ramtha ever again. In the Knight vs. Knight lawsuit, Jeff Knight alleges that he lost years of his life by postponing monitored medical treatment for his HIV infection due to advice from his wife that Ramtha could heal him. The court decided against him, and he unfortunately passed away before, they, before he could appeal the decision. Other court cases of Jay-Z's include suing a woman from Berlin named Julie Ravel for disturbing Knight's psychic state and leaving her hanging in spiritual limbo during the five years Ravel claimed she was also channeling Ramtha. The case was brought to the Supreme Court in Vienna and lasted over five years, at the end of which Austria's Supreme Court awarded copyright to Knight as the sole channeler of Ramtha, and Ravel was made to pay $800 in psychic damages to Knight. Knight, also accused when White Wind Weaver, a Thurston County, Washington resident, of stealing her ideas and using her and Ramtha's teachings in her workshop. A trial began on March 10, 2008 in Thurston County Superior Court, and at the end of it, Knight was awarded about $10,000 after the court's decision against White Wind Weaver. Knight also refused to attend court as a witness in a case involving a 15-year-old who claimed rape against two students of Ramtha School of Enlightenment. The girl had written a letter to Knight, which mentioned that Wayne Allen Geis, her dancing and acting teacher, had engaged in sexual intercourse with her from 1995 to 1997. Ruth Martin was also accused. They had apparently told the girl that sexual intercourse would help her relax and improve her acting ability. Knight invited the girl to a retreat at the school in November of 1999. In the retreat, Ramtha questioned the girl, her father, Geese, and Martin. This inquiry took place on stage in front of an audience of over 800 people for an hour. Geis and Martin confe confessed to having molested the girl, and the school contacted the authorities. Um, charged with 10 counts of first-degree sexual misconduct with a minor, Geis and Martin pleaded not guilty, and the case went to trial. Prosecutors were reluctant to have Knight appear in court because of the circus atmosphere her presence would have created. Of the retreat questioning... Or of the retreat in question, Jay-Z claims that she had been in a trance and did not remember anything. In 2012, videos taken at RSE events were posted online by ex-students Virginia Coverdale and David McCarthy, and the uh, libertarian page Freedom Foundation picked them up and distributed them as well. These videos contain homophobic, anti-Semitic, anti-Catholic, racist rants. She says things like, all gay men were once Catholic priests, and says all organic farmers have questionable hygiene, which I don't know why that one was, like, looped in there with all the other things, because I was like, that's not that bad. But, um, yeah, I feel like I've said that before. <laughs> Take more showers. Wear deodorant. Um, I don't even want to repeat the worst of what she said, but I'll be posting articles to go along with this so you can read them if you want. Uh, to this day, Knight has never retracted what she said or issued an apology. She maintains that the videos were edited and posted by people who were scorned ex-members or had political motivations. Which is funny, because speaking of politics, let's get into the section of this episode that's not going to make me any, friend any friends here. So, the Washington State Democratic Party was donated over $70,000 from August of 2012 to October of 2012 from Ramtha. After the hate speech-filled videos were released, they refused to take any more money and move the donations to other organizations. Oh, but don't worry. 
Other people, with zero conscience or morals, stuck their hands out for some of that sweet, sweet cult money. The Thurston County Democratic Party has received $145,000 from RSE, as recently as 2016 when they received a $50,000 donation. Uh, Representative Lori Dolan took $3,000 for her 2016 campaign. Uh, Mary Hall, Jim Cooper, Gregory Hartman, Kelsey Holes. And remember, these are all donations accepted after the release of the hate speech-filled videos. Politicians who felt perfectly comfortable taking cult money up until the hate speech, though, were Sandra Romero, Susan Owens, Denny Heck, and Bruce Blackney. But anyways, moving on. So, recently, Jay-Z and far-right conspiracy nuts have teamed up over QAnon. QAnon is basically like one of those stupid-ass Pizzagate things that take all the attention away from real issues that are happening and focus them on just absurd shit. So QAnon is a theory that basically every single liberal celebrity politician and household name is part of a child sex trafficking ring, as well as constantly plotting the downfall of Trump. Jay-Z, in a statement written as Ramtha, declared that the person behind QAnon is divine intelligence. Knight has begun to make merchandise based on the conspiracy theory, selling hats and t-shirts with Q branding. She also says that several of QAnon's clues suggest that you read her books, which are conveniently available in the Quantum Cafe gift shop for the price of $24.95. Humorously enough, QAnon supporters seem to be more shook up about what Ramtha is doing to their credibility than Ramtha is about hooking up with them, with some fearing that Ramtha's involvement will make them seem ridiculous. Famous attendants of RSE include Salma Hayek, Linda Evans, and Shirley MacLaine, who was very close with Jay-Z, and Ramtha even claimed that she had been his brother in a previous life, um, before Shirley started her own channeling events, and then Jay-Z got threatened and cut the friendship off. Ramtha School of Enlightenment is still open today, and Jay-Z is 74 years old. She still writes books, does media appearances, and scams people out of their hard-earned money till this very day. She denies that RSE is a cult, and the word cult is a four-letter word to her. I think by this point in the episode, we all have some real four-letter words for her to learn. If you want to support the podcast, leave me a positive review, follow the Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Olympia Oddities Podcast. My personal Twitter and Instagram are both MKUlta underscore now, so give me a follow on those if you want, and... Oh. What's that? Something's happening. I think I'm getting a... Vision. What's that? Your name's Horstha? You want people to give me Taco Bell gift cards and money? Well, you heard the man. I wouldn't want to find out if Horstha has lizard people friends too. So long, and until next time, friends.